coming to the nerds who live podcast today is different we are live me and just my partner in crime miss amber dawn hi hi um so this is the last episode of the season you nerds and we've had a good season it's been pretty fun it's been a lot of fun i have had a very great time being a part of this and i hope everybody listening has also enjoyed me being here <laughs> I, I I mean I'm pretty sure they listen for you now mostly so okay <laughs> <laughs> I mean I listen just for you for you and the guests I don't need to hear myself uh no it has I think it's it's been great to have you know all the people that you've brought you know into this season and you know you know your influence really helps get everything back and going and kind of get things back on track so you know, it wouldn't, we wouldn't be here without you. Oh, thank so. you. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, thank you for having me be a part of the show. Um, it's just been like getting to hang out with a friend. Well, yeah, and no, it really is. Good chat, meet some new people. And how funny is that from the first time that you like messaged me about the show and saying good job, and then you came on the show, and now you're a part of the show. Like full circle, full circle. Full, full circle. Everything happens for a reason. It's true. It was great. <laughs> but I think, and I, and I think, yeah, I think we've had such really, like, really good episodes from, you know, Joe and Heat's episode, Paul's episode. Actually, like, yeah. really just every episode has been really good. Crystal's episode, I got, I got messages. Uh, I got a couple messages about Crystal's episode about people really enjoying that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I definitely, you know, think come next season, one of the big ones we should pick up on kind of that is the mental health and, you know, get Chris, like we've, you know, with Mr. Bridgeford, like we've talked about, about mental, about the mental health yeah. side of it. And, um, yeah, because people really liked Crystals. So, yeah, they really enjoyed that. Just kind of just us just talking about that in the way that we did. Everyone said they really enjoyed it. So it was definitely one of my favorite episodes to do. I mean, yeah. obviously, you know, mental health is very important to the both of us. So it was it was like an easy conversation to have. And she's also such a really cool person. There was yeah. it was very easy to relate to her. And I I don't know. I felt very good after that episode, um, mentally for sure, because we're all in like a really weird place right now, but it was good to just talk about those things and to like completely get them out on the table. It is. Yeah. Especially with someone like, it's so crazy. It's like, she's like an act, she's just an actual psychologist. Like she's mm-hmm. a, that's her profession and she's so smart, but yet she's, you know, you know, powerlifter and she's super nerdy and she like, she really is what we you know embody in the show. And I didn't realize she actually was one of my first listeners and she like ordered one of the sh- one of my shirts when I first made them. She was one of the first people yeah. who ordered, and I didn't recognize the name. Um, but she brought it up to me after the show. 
After the show, she was like, oh, hey, I couldn't find, she sent me a picture. She's like, I couldn't find my Nerds Who Lift shirt. And I uh, found my sister had stolen from me and was wearing it. I was like, when did you get one? She's like, I was like the first one to order. And I didn't realize that she has been like a fan or, or like listening to the show for since it started and was one of the first to get those. She was like the first Aww. one. And I just, well, and I didn't. Yeah, I didn't be on the show then. Yeah, it really is. I just didn't connect that that's who it was. And then I didn't later connect that she ran the Healthy Mind Movement page. Mm-hmm. So it's just kind of funny. Um, you know, that that's, I think that's kind of cool that she's been, you know, she's been around well for us, supporting us for that long. Um, so yeah. That's great. Very, very cool. Yeah, yeah, it is. And then what, what, are, what are some of the best takeaways? Um, so of all the episodes, like of all the episodes we've done, maybe like certain like tips or lessons or like, like maybe like your top three ones you've taken away from our episodes. Oh man, <laughs> there was so much. Honestly, there was a lot. It's, it's a lot. Um, That's why I said like, just like top three, like that highlight in your head that come, that stuck. Uh, well, because uh, we were just talking about Crystal, probably the biggest one was talking about, um, what did she call it? It was on, in the same line of, um, oh, soothing, um, like self-soothing. Um, yeah. We were talking about like enabling your, your mental illness. Yeah. Um, that, that was something that definitely stuck out to me. Um, and like, it was easy for me to relate to like my eating disorders and how I used that to basically enable the stuff that I was going through rather than actually dealing with it. Yeah. Um, so that, that was probably a pretty big one that I took away from that. And, and that's, I still think about that now. And yeah. I'll use it going forward, um, particularly in working with clients. That'll be a big one for me. Yeah. And then also the, that I, I, for me, it was that, that, and then coupled with the difference between self, like self therapy and then I'm mm-hmm. saying being something being therapeutic and something being therapy. Yeah. Yeah. Like that distinction that she made. It's very interesting. Mental health is just very, very interesting in general. It's, yeah. It's, it's not that easy. So it's no. not not a two-dimensional box um what actually one of my favorites that also stuck out um in crystals um not what she said also um the eats eats episode um with brad yeah with brad i i really really enjoyed listening to brad's approach to programming Mm-hmm. that he did for athletes and, and honestly it was one of my favorites and just like how smart he was it was like really just listening to someone who is a great powerlifter, you know, who obviously is very well versed in conjugate, and then just listening to how he, you know, some, sometimes people just are like, oh, this is just like what I do, and they can't really verbalize their process behind it. I loved hearing his process of why he scheduled different speed days and like just, just how much time and energy he put into that really impressed me. Um, and I thought it was extremely, like, extremely intelligent. He reminded me of Scott, which is a high compliment. Yeah. Scott's a very, Scott and Joe are very, very smart when it comes to the programming world. And I, he reminded me just of Scott, just in that, in that sense. So, um, he's very meticulous with everything he does. 
Yeah, I and mean, you can hear it. He's like, here are the, here's the days, here's the waves, here's our speed day, here's our heavy day, here's how we alternate yeah. between this. Like, it's just like that is a man who's obsessed and thought through everything, and he didn't just throw spaghetti on the wall and see what stuck. You know, like. <laughs> no, no. Brad, Brad, Brad thinks about every step he's going to take, and it shows. His athletes are incredible. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like, I follow, obviously, I'm starting to follow him, like, his stable. And you told me this too, but it's cool to see. Like, and that's the thing. The value of a coach is look at their stable. Mm-hmm. Look of all, like the whole stable and look at all the, the, the rates of progression and the length of progression that they have of all these different, you know, athletes that they, that they house because they all will be different and at different levels. But if you can see a general theme of progression and growth with all the athletes or all the different backgrounds and genders, that's a good coach. And, yeah. um, yeah, that's what his are. Like what I see from on his is, or when I you know when I you know look through it is that I see just a, a wide range of those athletes that he has, and they all um, have huge progress. They all have good like good um, technique, and uh, yeah, that guy is a that guy's real deal, and I, I really enjoyed it. Oh yeah, he's uh, like, he's like, got a lot ahead of him, and I'm yeah. I'm super excited to watch it all come together it's unfortunate that everything's kind of been put on pause but that's not going to stop him no yeah he'll he'll come back and like he's like when I come finally get up get up there to come and like lift and see everybody he's definitely like on like I need to go and lift with him when I'm there kind of thing yeah Brad's great to lift with he's very he's very calm um I mean he works with kids so it's yeah he's very good at cueing individuals um so i like i have a hard time picking up on certain cues sometimes it's because i'm more of a visual learner um and he was very good at like teaching me a specific cue like it was so fast and it just it just made sense because he he works with kids yeah he he can distill something scott does the same thing scott can distill very poignant points of view Mm-hmm. into a very bite-sized manageable phrase or yeah. sentence like they, they they can they can do that and and that takes someone who really can understand a subject to do that and just you know like they're one of one of like i remember i took a philosophy class like when i first started college and one of the main principles that you learn was that a a philosophical like idea in order for it to like one of the things that you work to make it true or to prove that it's it's valid or has validity is that it has to work on a grand scale as well as a small scale um equally Mm -hmm. with little to no discrepancy between between those things and i think it's kind of the same with good coaches you can describe very complicated things like bracing and rooting into these bite-sized nuggets that are for people to start to understand that is, you know, without, without, um, without giving up, uh, I guess you say the validity, not even validity, but without giving up the meaning, like, you know, or sacrificing like the integrity the, of it. The integrity of it. Yeah. Thank you. Without sacrificing the integrity of it, then that's a, you get it's a good coach. No, that's exactly what I was going to relate that to. Like I should be able to teach something to, 
a client that is of a higher level and I should also be able to break it down and regress it to be able to use it towards like a client that just walked off the street. Yep. Exactly. So. Yeah. Um, what else? What are some other. Paul is definitely one of my favorites and that yeah. like, maybe I'm a little biased because Paul is like a friend of mine, but yeah, I don't, I don't think so. I think his was just one of my favorites regardless. Um, yeah. It's always so interesting just getting his insight on things. He, yeah. He has a unique perspective. He really does. Yeah. Like you, you see him, like you see him on the Instagram and you think maybe he's one way, but then you talk to him and he's, well, he's definitely not that one way. Yeah. He's very gentle with his approach, but he's very firm. Yeah. He basically is a big little, he's basically a human version of his dogs. <laughs> Have you seen Pork Chop? Oh my God, Pork Chop is so cute. Oh my fucking God, that little dog <laughs> is amazing. Okay, so listeners, if you haven't followed Polonide, um, you need to go check out Polonide. He just got a new puppy. His name is Pork Chop. And he is the cutest fucking thing in the world. <laughs> Holy fuck. Like, I saw that video and he, like, carrying Porkchop and introduces him to his other dog, Beefcake, which is an old It was so wholesome. It was so wholesome. You're like, oh, my God, stop. Stop. <sighs> my cute aggression spikes so hard. I look for something to attack. I physically wanted to attack something because my cute aggression just spikes. like he's so cute and perfect and those blue eyes and and then and then the next day he show on his on paul's story he shows them like he shows pork chop fighting beefcake and beefcake just like sitting there letting him do it (laughs) and pork chop like and like it's like he was like laziest fight ever and you just see them just fucking knocking at each other and i all i i could have died been fine it's but like really you, you guys need to go check out these dogs um Meatloaf, Beefcake, and Porkchop. Um, rest in peace, Meatloaf. Uh, yeah. But they're, oh, oh my God, Porkchop. Cutest, cutest thing. Cutest I'm so happy for Paul. Dog. <laughs> Make sure you message, you message Paul today and be like, a, a good amount of our episode was just about Porkchop. So <laughs> let, let him know that Porkchop's kind of a big deal. I mean, he knows, but just inform him. Oh, yes. Yeah. I'm, I'm, like, so mad that he's in Ontario right now. Like, you're too far now. I can't even meet your new puppy. I can't even just go. I mean, well, I mean, you could. I mean, what else you got going on? It's a long trip. It's a four-day trip. Oh, really? Oh, wow. Uh, Yeah, three to four days to Ontario drive. Now, if he was in Calgary, it would only be a three-hour drive. Oh, okay. Okay, I get Okay, that's right. Ontario is... That is on the east coast. I guess so. Yeah. So. But four day drive? Because like from, from I'd say, like, say three. I was gonna say because like California to like east coast is three day drive. Like you'll get there on day three. Yeah. Uh, so like depending on how fast you go, I'd say three three max. Four yeah. might be aggressive. Yeah. No, I would say if you're stopping a lot, it'd be four. But like me, I'd be I'd be there on day three because I'm I'm a psycho. So. Yeah, but he's told man if he doesn't if he doesn't come down for shell shock with those dogs, 
I'll yeah. be giving him the silent and yeah, treatment. And he has to come with the dogs. He's not welcome without the dogs. You can come with dogs. It's all that matters. Yeah. We, we can't come without dogs. You come point. without dogs, we'll point you back to where you came from. <laughs> so, uh, so, it is what it is. I'm, I'm, I, I, since I finally got my government fucking unemployment, I, so I, I had to pause working with Paul. Yeah. Because I can only afford one, like one round. And then I, was, <laughs> I didn't have anything tapped else. Out. I was tapped out. But now that I got my stuff back, I can, I can hopefully get back to that once I get everything settled. So, yeah, yeah, that sucked. I was really pissed. Well, everything turned around, seems to be. So, yeah, you can get back on that and start gaining. Yep. Yeah, seriously, need it. Um, but yeah, what else? Um, yeah, and Joe's, Joe's episode. Joe's was yeah, funny. which very, very proud of Joe. Dude, for, for real. He it did exactly what he set out to do. And yeah. that's wild. That's that's yeah, that's intense. Good for yeah, him. Yeah, it's just awesome that he did that. Um, and then you know, he decided to start his own podcast, which which I got to help with. He asked me like how to set it up. So he got like anchor and nice. you know, like how to record and stuff. So I kind of um helped him a little bit get that set up and I, I was really happy to help him and that was cool so yeah and then for next next season we have to you know uh, I, re- I, I really think we should uh, I mean obviously on this episode we'll, we'll have to depend on people but I really would like to get Bridgeford mm-hmm. for mental health um, I'd like to get Joe back and maybe him give us an update on how that's going yeah. Um, I know I definitely want Chris on to just discuss um, like PEDs and mental health, particularly yeah. with men. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that's, yeah. We still need to do the women in PED. We never got to do, do. that episode. So we have that one in our pocket too. Um, yeah. And then um, what else? Uh, to Carolyn and Misfit. Yeah. I mean, Carolyn, Josh. Carolyn and Josh with Misfit, which we have yeah. to do separate apparently. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> apparently they don't work well together in that, that sense. Okay. That's fine. <laughs> Josh I, Josh likes Josh likes to poke at Caroline. <laughs> yeah. So they're like, now we need to do it separate. Yeah. That's fine. I mean, that's just give us one more episode. It's cool. <laughs> yes. Well so it'll, it'll just have to be misfit part one and part two. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. that that would be a good one. And like yeah. Misfit has done really, really well during this time, um, which has been awesome to see. Yeah. And anybody that, you know, if you don't know what Misfit Powerlifting is, um, they started up here in Canada, Drayton Valley, little buttfuck town, middle of nowhere. Um, Josh started it. Um, he has a gym out there. And then the clothing line and the brand kind of came out of it. And Caroline blew that up. And it's just really exploded over the last little bit. And they are all about the lifters, like all about the lifters. They don't care your strength level. They don't care what federation you compete in. And they're not just all about powerlifting, strongman, Olympic weightlifting, like just strength sports in general. Yeah. They just, yeah. They just, yeah. They just like strength sports. They they just like, 
they, they just seem to, they just, like you said, they really like strength sports and they just really like athletes. Like they just like yeah. their fellow athletes and they are just good folk. They're good people. You know, yeah, they, they are like tried and true all about the athletes yeah. and they will do what they can to be uh, at every meet. They will sponsor as many meets as they can. It's, it's just, they yeah. are all about the athletes, hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I love and adore everything they do. So that's one of those, like, I'm really happy that I got introduced to through you, mm-hmm. you know, and then, yeah, that's really nice. It's nice to see. Yeah. So I, I like the Canadian, like also like Bears and Arrows. They're cool. Who, who owns that company? Um, so it's uh, Dave and Kay. Um, Dave is, or was ex, I believe he is, yeah, he's ex-Special Forces. Cool. Um, they both serve. Um, they live over on the island. Um, they started off in Ontario, which is like how they know Paul um, and that group over there. So there's like the whole Ontario group. And now they're over on the island. Yeah. Um, very, very, very cool people. Um, Dave would be really cool to talk to just because of his, like, his experience. Um, yeah, I, I love, I love forces. to. Well, do your Canadian connection and talk to him. <laughs> <laughs> that will be hard. Yeah. But um, there's just yeah. so many people, like a lot yeah. of lifters down there. Yeah, yeah, Dave. I really, I'd really like to, yeah, obviously, Bridgeford, part two with Joe, female PEDs, Misfit. I'd love to talk to Dave. Um, um, Omar, if you could ever. Yes, get, get Omar Yusuf. Yeah, if we ever get Omar, it would be fucking rad. Um, and then I'm trying to think of like down here, but it's just, everything's just kind of like, either you know quiet really down here for most um but i don't know we'll brainstorm we'll figure it out we know a lot of people and we got a lot of people we can reach out to i know hunter um is definitely one of athletes that i would like to get on she is hunter freakishly strong um she trains out of uh Oh my goodness. SDC. Okay. Um, I think her name is Hunter. Is it Hunter Henderson? I'm, I, I might be butchering this one. I'm so bad for names. Um, but she's insanely strong. Uh, I think she squats upwards of 600 pounds. Holy fuck. Okay. Yeah, we'll get her. <laughs> Yeah, she's got a wicked squat, and I don't even think that was yeah. – was it straight bar? I think it was. But she uh, just benched 305. What the fuck? Yeah. That's amazing. Well – Yeah, and she's, we'll she's a 165-er, so – Holy shit! <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah, she's, she's a monster. Send me, her, so uh, send me her fucking – her Instagram when we're done, because, like, I definitely don't follow her, and I need to now. No, I would definitely love to talk to her, so. Yeah, that'd be fucking rad. Um, but yeah, so yeah, lots of, lots of stuff. Um, yeah, I think we have, we have a good, good uh, I, I'm really proud of what we've done. I'm proud of like, mm-hmm. you know, what we're going, you know, going forward. And. Um, yeah, we can that? always, like, we always want to take 
information from the listeners as well. Like if they have anything they want us to discuss or. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah, yeah, we, yeah. we do this for like, of course for us, but like the listeners are what keeps us going really spreading I mean, the word. And I would yeah, do it if nobody listened anyway. I was going to say like, <laughs> I, I, I just, I just keep doing it. I don't know if anyone listens actually. No, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> but no, it's, it's, it's fun anyway. So it is. if you listen great, if you don't, oh, well, we're still going to oh, keep well. doing it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> At some point, somebody will. Um, yeah. yeah, so I mean, I'm, I'm proud. So, I mean, yeah, we'll, for those listening, we'll probably take a 10 or 14 day break to kind of reset and kind of plan everything. And then we'll be back. So it will not be a long hiatus, just a little break for us and um, just to kind of plan. And hopefully we come back, you know, guns blazing with cool ideas. Mm-hmm. And yeah. So, yeah, we'll have some awesome new guests and some new discussions to be had. Always. So, and then yeah. let's, then, you know, let's sign off on the positive note that is Amber Dawn agreed to burn her fucking Canucks jersey and then hockey <laughs> decided to come back. Praise McJesus. Praise McJesus. Seriously. Praise McJesus. Did we you? We could it? have, it's in the trash. It's in the trash. Okay, we said yes. burn it. A burning effigy is needed. But you I don't really it. know where I would burn it, but like outside? I don't fucking know. <laughs> like, I'll just burn my Canucks jersey in the parking lot of my apartment building. <laughs> I'm sure every Canadian there will be like, yeah, for sure. <laughs> but, <laughs> but we could have hockey in like a month. Exactly. And what did I say? There is it. We can probably find it and screenshot it for proof. When she agreed to burn that jersey, I'm like, watch, you burn that jersey to sacrifice and we finally get hockey back. And <laughs> fucking a week later, not even a week later, no. you posted that. And I was like, holy fuck. <laughs> it was amazing. Yeah. So if any of y'all are hockey fans, we could have it back in a month and we're definitely getting and, the NHL playoffs. And I saw that bracket. So that bracket that they proposed, it's like you probably have one or two rounds mm-hmm. to lose or you're out. Not no seven games. Oh, no, they're fast-tracking it. They're fast-tracking it, which means we could actually, even though it's been horrible, have some of the hardest-hitting, fastest, most exciting, like, hungry, played hockey in, that we've had in years. Oh, they're, they're going to be itching to get back on the ice. They're going to be so – like, like, and, right? like – and they, it's like, no, we can't lose three games. Like, you can't, like, lose a series. You'll have maybe two losses and or you're out. So, like, we're going to have some of the most exciting hockey ever. Yeah. And, like, I don't care if, like, people can't go to the games. People just want to watch hockey. Yeah. And, like, and it, like I'm like, – as soon as I saw that, I, literally what I thought, I'm like, we may be in, even though this has been horrible, to some of the, like, like most historical – We can be like, seeing art. some of the best games that we've People's seen in a very long artists, time. Yeah, the hardest, most heartfelt played hockey that we've seen in a very, yeah, very long time. That's mm-hmm. gonna be fucking exciting. Like I, I will go obviously on record now that history will show that this little twenty-four fast track tournament will have some of the most le- some legendary like moments and games. I bet. I oh, bet. I bet. Because it happened in boxing. Boxing years ago had what they call a Super Six tournament. They had a six boxer tournament of the world. Six boxers from around the world, and Andre Ward, Carl Froch, 
uh, a bunch, you know, others from around the world that they had, you know, that they gathered and they were like, never had been done before, at least not in many, many years, this century even. And they did a kind of a, say, kind of basically a one or two round knockout round robin style contest. And it produced some of the best fights that we had seen this generation in boxing. Um, it was just, it was incredible. It was like some of the best boxing um, since the golden days. And, and so when I saw that bracket, I was like, oh yeah, it's going down. It's going to yeah. be fucking fun. Like, I'm sorry. Like, ain't, ain't no other sport even that comes back. I'll be happy when sports come back. But I bet none will be as exciting as that fucking 24 track. Oh, man. No, I think it's going to be a good little end off to the season. It may have been cut short, but it's going to be a wild end. Yep. You know, it, it, it truly will be. And I quote the infamous Baz McCray, hockey being... 50% mental, 50% being mental. <laughs> and that's what it will be. That's what, we'll, that's what we'll see. So please finish burning that jersey. Yeah. <laughs> you agreed to it. What would happen? No, actually burn uh, it. See what happens. Fine. IG Live. Oh. IG Live burning of the Canucks jersey. And then hockey's back a week later. Just saying. <laughs> Save hockey. Save hockey. Burn your Canucks jersey, save hockey. <laughs> Sorry, Canucks. Oh, All right. Yeah, well, today, right. I guess, I guess I would consider I start my prep today, kind of. I mean. Less than six, less than six months out. It'll go by fast. I feel prep starts three months out. You're still six months out. I'm prepping for prep. You're prepping for prep. Okay, cool. You're yeah. in prep prep. You're in pre-prep. Yeah. Pre-prep. I'm like. Kind of nervous for it, but you're yeah, competing in September. Yeah. And I'll be competing in November. Yep. So meets are coming shell back. Shock, That's right? exciting. Yes. Yep. Shell Shock. This is Shell Shock 5. Uh, it's a charity event. Right. For first responders, military, um, all of it goes towards PTSD awareness. And yeah. It'll be awesome. So it's nice It'll to see good. meets coming back. Yes, really is. So thank McJesus. So. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, Amber, for getting this show back on what I needed. Thank you for being my partner in crime. I love you. I love you, oh. too. Thank you for allowing me to be a part of this. It's been so much fun. And I, I, I just love getting to see your face. I know. I love you. getting to see your face. I don't allow you. You you were meant for it. You were you were meant to be part of the show. <laughs> it was just right. It was right. So, it fits. It, it fits. fits. And if it fits, we sits. Yeah. So. <laughs> um, all right, honey. Well, thank you again. Thank you all who listened, and you know we'll see you in a in a week or two. Yes, sir. Enjoy the little hiatus, but don't, don't, don't be too sad because we're coming back. Yeah, exactly. We'll be back. It's just, it won't even be a much of a hiatus. I told no. her, I was like, we're not doing another hiatus like I had before. We're going to keep it 10 to 14 days max. Honestly, yeah. shorter if we feel like it. We'll see. We'll see. We'll do what we want. <laughs> or we do what Amber wants. She'll be itching and be like, let's go. And I said, okay. <laughs> I get excited about things, okay? You do. And I honestly, I do too. So fuck it. 
All right. All well, right. I love you. I love y'all who love listen. You. And uh, here's, you know, cheers to a good season four. And on to the next one. And on to season five. Yay. All right, nerds. We'll talk to you next time on the Nerds Who Live podcast. I want to